Hello. Welcome to Alps in Brief, the podcast that comes to you from the historic Florence building in beautiful downtown Missoula, Montana. I'm Mark Bassing, the risk manager with Alps, and today I'm going to uh, do a little follow-up. Uh, for those of you that are regular listeners, I believe it was back in May, I recorded a, a podcast that uh, I called Listening to Your Life. And uh, we, we explored uh, some bike riding uh, and learning to listen to your life uh, as opposed to learning to listen as a communication skill. Um, I, I set some goals at that time and, and shared some stories. And uh, I thought it would be fun to kind of uh, share how it all played out. Uh, what, what the end is, if you will. So if you missed the first uh, part, uh, the, the beginning of the story, let, let me bring you up to speed. The short version is that, uh, you know, I have been interested in bikes uh, and have ridden on and off over the years, uh, uh, particularly during the college years, and then, oh, maybe the past four or five years getting back into it. And uh, this year, uh, in light of uh, the lockdown uh, with the pandemic, uh, my wife uh, challenged me to, uh, to start riding uh, a bit more, and uh, it was sort of a, uh, an informal bet, you know, I'll, I'll bet you can't do a thousand mile kind of a thing, and uh, in terms of just riding outside through the summer. So I, I took that all on, and I really got started uh, doing some good riding, and uh, she realized, hey, he's taking it more seriously than I thought, and it wasn't a competition kind of thing. Since oh, I have to prove her wrong or anything like that. It was just you know I enjoyed riding, and you know why not? Instead of being locked up here at home all the time, let's 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 go and get out and enjoy some sun and some fresh air. So she she upped it to uh, 1,200 by the end of the of the riding season. And uh, I really had in my mind that uh, I, I was going to try to go about 1,500 miles. So, where did I end up? Well, um, I, I kind of officially called the end of the season the end of September. Um, and I ended up at the uh, 2,100 miles. So, uh, not bad again for, uh, for a 60-year-old uh, who uh, you know, wasn't in the best. I wasn't out of shape, but. Uh, you know, it, that's just saying right, my riding legs weren't there, uh, and, and boy, it took some time to, to build up. But I did, and uh, you know, winter has started to hit here in uh, Montana, and uh, you know, there's been a lot of times since that I've not been able to get out, but I'm still riding uh, when, when the roads are safe and the weather's, weather's nice, so it, it, it's been good. Uh, and let me share some of the things that happened, um, and then we'll, we'll get back to talking about some learning with all of this but uh, you know I, I had my my high month in terms of just number of miles in a given month uh, turned out to be 503 miles in one month uh, my longest ride in fact that same month my three longest rides ever uh, in terms of my life not just this summer I did a 54 mile a 64 mile and a 70 mile uh, ride uh, those those were good days good days so um, I had one experience where uh, coming down a trail that I ride rather frequently and you could see uh, some cop cars and people gathering and all this and it happened to be at a place where you cross a, a, a fairly major uh, city 
street that cuts through a big park. And I'm going, uh oh, what's going on here? Pull up, and uh, you know, it was a bike car accident, and the, the windshield totally, totally smashed. And you just look and you say, you know, this really, really isn't good. Somebody, you know, it would have had to be an adult just given the size, or perhaps a young adult, but uh, given the size of the bike and the uh, just how this just to be high enough to go uh, through a windshield like this. I mean, to go all the way through, but it, it, it was not pretty. Um, we had, I don't know if it was due to fires, global warming, just sometimes, you know, weather is weather. Uh, we had a lot more wind this year uh, here in Montana, uh, at least in our part of Montana. And uh, so there's a lot of time where I spent riding uh, in, in, in some wind. And uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of days where you go out on these longer rides, and I'll start out, you know, and I'm, I'm looking on the, the weather apps and think, do I, do I really want to go do this? And yeah, I do, but uh, uh, I can see some winds are coming. But you get out and, uh, you know, sometimes it starts and you have the wind at your back. You don't always notice, and boy, you're riding great. <laughs> but... Um, once you get out, and I've, I've been out at times pretty far, and man, do the winds pick up. And I mean, I, it's, I remember one ride where I, I struggled keeping my bike upright in crosswinds. I mean, it almost really just wants to knock you over. Um, you know, and so these are, these are winds that are fairly steady in that maybe 20 mile an hour range, gusting 25, uh, maybe a little bit higher. Uh, and, you know, you have wind like that for the next two hours uh, as you kind of work your way back, back home. Um, and I'd be sitting there riding along going, ah, oh, man, this is nuts. This is crazy, you know. And then I'd go out and do it again the next week. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I did at one point, uh, had a bit of a scare as riding somewhat quickly on a on a trail that it, you know I'm comfortable riding it at certain speeds and uh, it's it's not too bad but uh, I kind of came around uh, you're kind of coming down a hill into a little tunnel that goes under a road and uh, coming into that probably a little faster than I should to be honest with you and there's a, another guy on a bike coming out and he's gone at a decent clip and man you just you know, hit the brakes, you go into a slide, and I can just feel it like I'm about to go down and just slam this bike into the corner of a wall, and it would not be good. But you manage, I don't know how, you know, you just, you stay with it and uh, manage to keep the bike up and kind of did this slide into the tunnel and just kept going. I'm thinking, whew, that was a close one. Um, I've had dogs chase me more than probably three or four times uh, all told for the summer and uh, you know that gets kind of interesting um, I did you know as, as my wife uh, was so supportive and encouraging and pleased um, as we got into this and she again saw that I was riding and decided you know let's go shopping and uh, just due to the commitment she said I, I want you to have uh, just better equipment so I uh, added a second bike you know I still have my original bike because it's just set up for different types of weather and sometimes you know a bike uh, you have flat or something you know I can 
keep two on the road, but uh, the new bike is really a, a much more comfortable ride, a much more serious ride, and um, it, it, it's just been great. So that, that was kind of a, an unexpected little surprise, and I'll, I'll share more about that here in a little bit. Um, I got into uh, using a riding app to really try to um, more seriously, more accurately perhaps is a better word, um, keep track of my mileage. Um, and after I started using the app for a bit, I realized I was seriously underestimating my mileage. Um, so I guess that was a good thing. But uh, there were times when you'd go out and you spend a lot of time riding, you stop and take a look at the app, how you're doing. And <laughs> I had it at times saying, you know, I know I've ridden maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 miles so far. And, and uh, it'll say I've ridden 62 and my top speed was 125 miles an hour. And I'm going, you know, I mean, I, I could ride fast at times and there's some nice hills where you can get some, some real speed nice speed but I assure you it's not 125 miles an hour and it took me I mean you get frustrated with this and oh you know this is cheap doesn't work and then I finally realized you know out here in the west uh, a lot of smoke from California Oregon even Washington and and some Montana uh, from all these fires we just had a lot of heavy heavy smoke and I finally realized, you know what, you know, these, these apps that track your location, they need to, if they're going to you know, give you an accurate thing, you, they need to triangulate uh, with several satellites at any given time to, to keep an accurate position of, of where you're going and, and do all these calculations. And with the smoke that heavy, it, you just can't triangulate accurately with enough satellites. And, uh, you know, that's the issue. It's like, ah, I figured that out. Okay, and then you just feel better about it, I guess. So um, what else do I want to share? Um, I, you know, I, I think that's, that's, that's most of sort of the summary. Um, I, I can say, you know, I talked earlier about, uh, you know, one of the reasons I was enjoying this and excited about it was uh, some health benefits. And, uh, boy, now that I'm on this side of it, you know, we're, we're the, the season has more or less come to an end. Um, we've been following my blood pressure. And I'll be honest and say, you know, again, you know, this is not the uncommon in, in folks my age. Uh, you know, my blood pressure's been ever so slowly creeping up a bit. Boy, it went down 20 points and I am just nailing it consistently. Um, you know, so that's that's been kind of a, a, a good uh, good outcome to all of this. So that's that's sort of the the summary, uh, just giving you a little idea uh, of of the results of, of how this all played. And uh, with that, I, I want to sort of revisit some things, um, some little learnings. Some are about just good to know kinds of things for riding. Uh, others, uh, you know, maybe they're sort of whispers as I, I ended my, my last podcast on listening to your life with. Some of these things are whispers. Some are, some are a bit more um, significant. So, so again, that, let's talk a little bit about uh, what does this experience, what can I learn, what, what is worth um, really kind of taking to heart? And, and I think there are a number of things, uh, uh, big and small. Um, I, I also, before I share the first one, uh, prior to this, you know, last winter, I have been, well, 
my wife and our members of a you know local gym club kind of thing you know health club too and I have really always been more interested in weightlifting and you know I was in pretty decent shape I, I could uh, I was I was pretty strong and uh, you know had a uh, I think I looked good. At least that's what my wife shared. God, you know, God bless her. <laughs> I love her too. <laughs> Isn't that the goal? Um, but, uh, you know, once the, the gym shut down and things, you, you kind of shift. And uh, so I was doing a lot more bike riding and a lot less uh, lifting. Uh, and, and, you know, so the point of that is I, I, I got weaker. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, gyms are reopened now. And I have finally been able to get some weights here at the house too. Uh, so it's, you know, if we continue our slim lockdowns coming up uh, uh, again, I, I'm ready for it. And boy, trying to get weights uh, and find weights on the uh, market for a few months. Uh, if, if any of you ever looked at that, it was almost impossible because, you know, all the gyms close, everybody bought everything up. But uh, what have I learned? You know, it's, it's really difficult to get into shape uh, in terms of the cardiovascular shape to get the biking legs um, you know it hurts there are a lot of times where it hurts and uh, just to keep pushing but uh, once you get there you know wow and then you know not lifting for a while and, and getting back into it, just to realize ooh, I'm gonna have to go through some pain again um, now that's okay but but one of the takeaways here is you know it it's really hard work to get into shape. Uh, it's much easier to maintain uh, once you are in shape. And, you know, so, you know, you can kind of look at that and say, you know, that, that's a great insight and, and worth remembering for, for health and whatnot. But I think it goes further. Uh, I really do. You, you, you think about how hard it is to start a, a law practice, how, how hard it is to develop uh, a, a good reputation as uh, as uh, as a lawyer, um, as an individual in the community, um, and it's it's so easy to lose uh, and, and just let it go if we get complacent, uh, if if we just um, get comfortable and don't keep working at it. Um, you know, it's it's far easier to just stay in shape so I you know I, I guess I want to say if, if you find something working in life um, you know you stay focused stay with it um, it's it, it you, you don't want to have to build a business uh, or a reputation two or three times <laughs> you know that's just uh, wasted energy if you ask me so that's something to think about I talked a little bit about these uh, you know this ride app and uh, my frustration with it you know and, and to me it's so easy at times to, you know you, we try to buy these things that are going to make life easier in some way or, or and uh, we get frustrated if if we don't if it doesn't work like we expect and it's so easy to just dismiss it and want something else to get upset and you know again yeah, there's there's wasted energy i don't need you know to get frustrated and upset about anything that doesn't serve anyone but you know, I, I, I really, I just need to take a little time and understand what what are the realistic limitations of, of this app. And and once you start to think through it, you go, oh, of course. And so you know, take time when we 
bring new technologies in, when we look at new processes or procedures um, in, our, in our practices or in our life, uh, in any aspect of, of our life, you know, that's, that's really understand. There's value, I should say, in taking the time to understand realistically, you know, what can this do and what are its limitations? So that you have an understanding and, and then can address any shortfalls uh, in other ways uh, or perhaps look for better uh, uh, solutions if, if the initial evaluation is such that, ah, this really doesn't meet all my needs. So I, I also shared, you know, I had that great month. And I, I honestly would have to say, I, I initially would said, I don't think, one, just time, but two, that I, I have the, the, uh, the physical wherewithal to ride, you know, this 54, 64, and 70-mile ride, uh, or those rides, uh, and, then, and also in that same month hit uh, over 500 miles. Uh, you know, I'm still working full-time, doing all the other things in life that I need to do, or, or choose to do. But I did. And, and, and what I learned is, you know, particularly after the 70-mile ride, you know, I admit, hey, I was tired. I was beat. And it's, you, you get to a point where, <laughs> you know, it's, you're just moving. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it uh, enjoyable in the sense of, oh, this is a beautiful bike ride and a wonderful afternoon, you know. Um, it, it's hard work. It is hard work. But you realize I am capable of more than I thought. And had I had time uh, that day, and it just, I, I, I ran out of time um, just for other obligations, I, I, I know, I am absolutely certain I could do 100 miles, um, probably even a, a, a bit more. And, and you know, I, I, I guess the point of this is, sure, you, you know, looking at all aspects of, uh, of my life, and I encourage you to think about your life as well. I, I think these learnings are, are good and valuable. Um, we are capable of more than we think, but we have to take the risk um, to, to push it, to, to get uncomfortable a little bit, to, 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 to just explore what are you truly capable of. Um, and, and the answer might surprise you. I really have been surprised by this. Um, you know, it's it's giving me hope in all kinds of crazy ways. Uh, maybe it's this pandemic thing going on here or something too, but you know, I feel like I, my life is something that I'm in control of and, and I, I'm gonna continue to work hard at staying in shape and, and, and maintaining wellness and health. I feel better um, and I, I think I can continue to do this well into my 80s. I, I, in fact, uh, it was two months ago or so I heard a wonderful news story because you don't get often, you don't hear often these uh, feel-good stories in the news anymore. But uh, a, uh, a, a man in his 90s, um, I don't know, he may have just turned 90. I can't remember exactly what, what age. I know he's 90, but uh, he was celebrating with uh, a bunch of friends uh, the fact that he has now ridden 100,000 miles on a bike. And I'm just sitting here going, that's totally awesome. And at the same time going, ah, uh, I just rode 2,100 out, you know, and uh, it's just like, that's a lot, you know. But I, I, instead of sitting here and going, oh, man, I'll never be able to do that, I, I celebrate. Here's a guy that did. 
And whether I ever get there or not, and I don't know how long it took him to ride these 100,000 miles, they don't share that in the story, but it doesn't matter. You know, he was capable of doing it, and he's still riding nine miles a day. You know, maybe a stationary bike at the uh, senior center, I have no idea, but uh, God bless him. And I, 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 I take such hope in that. Um, use bright lights, wear bright clothing. Um, you know, I, it sort of goes back to the helmet uh, story that I was talking about, or reasons we wear helmet, but very, very important. I, I, I want to make sure that I stand out in, in whatever space I am in. I, I don't want some car, if I'm in dark kind of clothing and no lights on my bike and I'm in some shade, coming into a tunnel, whatever it might be, you know, and not be very visible, bad things happen. So uh, I have really come to value trying to stand out. Um, a lot of good things can happen uh, just by virtue of trying to stand out and differentiate yourself from your surroundings. So I'm going to let you ride with that one. <laughs> There's a, a pun perhaps, uh, or run with that one. Uh, always carry water. I often sometimes carry a protein drink with me. And on longer ride, hey, always stick a Snickers in uh, the, the little pack that I have under my seat. Because you need every once in a while after a big climb or you're 50 miles in, you need a little glucose to keep moving. And boy, you need to stay hydrated. Um, you know, so y- you need to nourish yourself, whatever that means. Um, it, it gets back to sort of this wellness thing. We need to stay nourished to be at our best um, and, to, and at times to even just to continue in the journey. So, you know, food for the soul, nourish, um, what, again, whatever that means, you need to focus on that. You're, you're not going to get there otherwise. Uh, that really can be the make or break. Um, I shared uh, uh, two, again, of, of that uh, almost had a crash situation, but there's, there's another takeaway from that one. You know, I talked about staying alert in the, uh, in the uh, part one of this. And, uh, you know, I will tell you, after all these miles now, uh, I, I certainly absolutely value uh, staying alert. Uh, but, but you get so comfortable it's harder to do over time. You get so comfortable in the ride. You get so comfortable in the speed. You get so comfortable in the, you know, um, sometimes you just take shortcuts. And I'm talking about safety shortcuts, you know. Um, Danger. You know, we need to stay sharp as lawyers. Uh, We need to stay alert. And and that's hard. Um, So, uh, learning there in terms of tying this back to law and things, you know, there is value in taking relevant CLE. There is value in in, in doing all that you can. Uh, get back to wellness. I mean, there's so many ways to come at this, but we, we need to do what we can, all that we can, to keep sharp and stay alert throughout the entire journey, journey after journey after journey because trouble can come up so fast in such unexpected ways when we least expect it and when we're so comfortable. uh, And then, holy smokes, I'm about to hit a wall. Uh, 
um, you know, it just, but the grace of God, that just, you know, I pulled through that one. Uh, close call, but it was a reminder to me. It was a slap in the head. Hey, you know, don't get cocky. Stay alert. It's important. So uh, two other things I, I, I want to point out. Uh, near the end of this, I had an interesting ride. Again, one of these windy sort of uh, fall days. Winter is coming quickly. It's uh, just in the air. And uh, I always get a lot of wind, not a lot of people out. And I'm, I'm going on a climbing up this, uh, this hill to the airport um, and for a long, this was about a 50-mile ride. And uh, I see somebody kind of carrying a bike as I'm pedaling up. And I, I, I get close and I realize, you know, it's a kid maybe, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. Um, and he's got a nice bike and he's obviously somebody that enjoys the uh, uh, riding seriously. And I, I, I kind of stop and I say, you have a flat? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I do. And I said, well, you know, I... I, I I had some things with me. I said, I- I'm happy to try to help you. I, I-, I should be able to, to fix this and uh, uh, at least give it a shot. And he goes, well, no, thank you so much. But, you know, down, he had about, I don't know, half a mile to walk with his bike here yet. But um, he says, my mom is on the way to pick me up, and I just need to be there. I mean, he, I, I can't fix this tire in, in five minutes or something and he's appreciated and uh, and he went on and then he stopped and he turned and he goes oh by the way don't ride off the trail there's thorns and I kind of smiled at him and said you know thanks for the the tip I appreciate that and I I, I do ride at times off the trails uh, sometimes even just passing families and whatnot that 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 you know, so you just go off the grass and, and, and just so you don't disturb people and just worry, it's, it's fine. But uh, here was some kid sharing a very important learning and insight that he had with some adult that just happened to stumble by. But we're kindred spirits in the sense we both enjoy riding. And that really was significant for me because at times you get really great advice that you haven't thought about from the most unexpected places. Learn to listen. So, um, I, I, you know, that, that to me was very, very important. But the final thing I'd like to share is, uh, oh, it's been maybe two or three weeks now, something like that, but uh, one particular day, my wife was very concerned that a package was coming, and, and would I be here, because she couldn't be just due to work, um, to, to, to pick it up, or to, to, to be here, because she was concerned about it being left outside or something, and I said, you know, I'm sure, I, I watch what I, I was here, I, I telecommute, so I'm, I'm often around the house, and uh, you know, okay, and then I'm getting these uh, texts because I was actually doing a webinar, and it's here, it's here, go, and I, honey, you know, I'll get it when I'm done. <laughs> so I go down, and uh, there's this huge, heavy package. It turns out she had purchased uh, in celebration and, and encouragement um, a, a nice indoor bike, uh, that you know comes with these apps that you have coaches and and uh, and you can really get fantastic workouts. I'm telling you, man, I 
I've done a couple of rides on this, and uh, it wow, you can really, really keep it going. Uh, and I was, you know, and she said it's a gift, a free gift, no strings attached, kind of a thing. And uh, you know, a very thoughtful of her, uh, very appreciative. Uh, we are both going to be using it. But that cemented, I think, the biggest learning of this entire experience. And it kind of plays out in two ways. You know, I shared, again, at the beginning of, of the first episode that I have been so blessed to marry uh, my absolute best friend. And uh, we're, we're married now 20 years, and uh, she is more of a friend than ever. And she is a support system, obviously a, a very significant support system. And why I think that's important is I have learned to listen to her. And this experience underscores that in spades. Mark, I challenge you to do this. I mean, that's what was said, and we had some fun. But her support is it's your health. I want you to be here for a long time. I want another 20, 30, 40 years. And 40 years will take us to, uh, to 100, and <laughs> I th I, I'm okay with that. I hope we're still, you know, sane, and, you know, I would probably won't be riding like this, but uh, who knows? Who knows? But, you know, I learn to listen to your support systems. Sometimes the things they say are really, really worth taking to heart. You know, if, if, if working crazy hours and never taking a vacation as a solo practitioner or something and, and your wife or your spouse uh, says to you, uh, or significant other, says to you, uh, you know, I'm concerned about your health, you need to slow down. Or we need to take a vacation. Listen. They know what they're talking about they see and care about us. So, and you know, so your spouse, your significant sees and cares about you. Listen, listen. Every bit as important is nurturing the relationship. I want this support system that has proved over and over again to be so valuable uh, in my life. And so it brought such meaning to my life. Um, I, 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 I want to nurture that so that it is always there. And I do everything I can to reciprocate, to be her support system. Um, I want to always be there for her. Um, and it, it gets back to uh, uh, about wellness, which is such an issue in our profession. Uh, but I, I really do believe that um, there's, I, I guess what I say, th this whole experience this summer just underscored how vitally important listening to your support systems and nourishing your support systems are. And that is th the one biggest takeaway for me. Um, I, I just, I sit back and I go, wow. Now here is a message that uh, I simply cannot ignore. It, it's just phenomenal. Uh, so fundamentally important. So um, I, I 
rambling on here about all kinds of things and honestly I could keep going we could talk about wind and dogs and all sorts of stuff but uh, I don't think it's necessary uh, I just wanted to share the how it all played out and uh, share a few more insights uh, so I'm, I'm going to wrap it up and leave it at that um, I hope you found something of value out of out of my journey that I've shared with you uh, and I, I, I just will close by encouraging you not only to uh, listen and, and uh, nurture your support systems, nourish yourself, you know, all these other things we've been talking about, but I, I, I think one of the important things for me, you know, why did I want to do this uh, in terms of this uh, two-part series, I really do believe if we learn to listen to what life has to say, both the strong messages and the whispers that come, uh, we are all better for the experience. It, 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 there, there's so much teaching that life brings every day. We just need to remember to take the time to listen and then to chew on it a little bit. So that's it. Thanks for listening. I hope you found something of value again. God bless. Take care. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.